It's raining again, so it's time to podcast? Exactly. Okay. I told you it's the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasting in the rain, which in Arizona is not something that happens all the time. But we just listened to the first episode that we recorded for zero subscribers. Zero subscribers. And we were processing how we felt about that first recording. So I thought I would make Brian throw a mic on again. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck a mic in my face again. Yeah, how did you feel hearing yourself? Oh, it was fine. Um, I feel like a lot of times when I'm doing something new, just breaking through that ceiling is helpful. Mm. Doing it once, even poorly, is um, gives me some guideposts into what that looks like. And being able to imagine something before starting is not easy for me. So having already done it, then I have something to imagine. So that was cool to get over that fence. And then listening back, I thought was interesting. We spoke about how it's not always easy for one to hear their voice. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was definitely thoughts and <laughs> feelings that I had about that. But Do you want to explore those? It's more of the same stuff that I said before. Yeah. I'm not sure that I have anything new to say. Wait, how was it listening to it for you? Fine. It was surprisingly enjoyable. Oh? Maybe. Enjoyable. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good. You're stuck with me. And I like us. Like, it was, I think um, for myself, it wasn't a new th- hurdle to get over. Yes. Um, since I have a podcast already. And having put out a couple of podcasts and edited a couple of episodes, I have started to get a little more comfortable. Not that it's ever comfortable, but uh, a little more used to hearing my own voice, maybe. Sure. Yeah, that didn't bother me listening to it this time but I think I was surprised I know when we did it I enjoyed talking with you and doing the conversation but I wasn't sure if it would really it was kind of a meandering conversation about podcasting and I wasn't sure if it would really have value on a re-listen sure but I found myself really enjoying it and I was like oh I would probably listen to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) better not it's just subscribers (laughs) I know (laughs) yeah which I think was interesting for me I think you're right, though. There is a lot of power in just breaking past that initial having not done something. Like, once you've done something, even poorly, it becomes easier to do it again. I think that's true for everybody. And I think for myself in particular, Mm -hmm. I feel particularly inept when trying to imagine or envision something that I haven't done or seen before. Even when we talk about rearranging the furniture in the house, Mm or something like Mm -hmm. that. I need to see it in order to know. And I feel like everyone else in my life seems to already be able to picture what that would look like as just a silly example. And so thinking through more abstract things like what podcasting is like or how one goes about that, just going through, like like you said, just going through the motions is really helpful for me in then being able to I feel like get to the starting point of like, oh, now I can imagine it and have conversations about that, what, what that would look like. Uh-huh. So I need to do it to get to zero in a way. Hmm. That's like, I, we've talked about that before and I know mm-hmm. that about you. And I don't, that's not something that I experience myself. I can envision things pretty quickly and easily. Yes. <laughs> I have other reasons for having 
it be hard to get past that initial hurdle of starting and trying something. But do you think that, that some of that is just your learning style, like that you have to learn by doing? Or I, I think it was interesting to me just hearing you talk. I think I realized, I don't know that I've ever, like we've had this conversation before, but I don't know that I've ever really thought about the fact that it seems a little bit strange because you're totally an idea guy. Like you come up with ideas all the time. And yet there's something between the ideation and the envisioning it in reality that is a struggle for you. Does that make sense? Yes. Because I, I f it feels like ideation to me is envisioning, and yet it feels like envisioning is a struggle for you, but ideation isn't. And so that was a weird distinction for me. Uh, yeah, that's true. I do have, I think it's the details yeah. that I get caught in the weeds sometimes. And if I don't know, I can have a big idea mm. or an overall idea, but then how to make that a reality mm. is not always clear to me. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Even you know, like, or when we would brew, yeah. like, oh, uh, what, what, it would be interesting to try to make a beer like this. Mm. Okay, well, how do you do that? Mm. Well, it's then, the how to that then you're, yeah, yeah, then you're getting into a whole different, there's science involved, and, you right. know, and you don't need science for ideas. <laughs> oh, just imagination. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's a different different thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I guess it's even like you can come up with the idea for the podcast, but thinking about what does that actually look like to make a podcast? How do you do that? Yeah, oh, you have like to edit this and yeah. there's intro and outro music. Where does that But now come you've from? done that. You've added intro and outro music. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> How did that feel? Um, and for anyone who is still listening, in case this isn't actually zero subscribers, <laughs> Brian wrote the music himself for intro and outro. Yeah, that, um, that, was, that was fine. It's interesting. How is it for you thinking about putting not just your voice out into the world, but some, a little bit of your music? Oh, well, I, people didn't have to know it was mine. No, <laughs> I just told people. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Um, I feel like um, that little ditty seems like good intro and outro music, I thought. It fits for us. It's pretty <laughs> chill. Yeah, <laughs> but, like and that. that, I guess that feels less, um... Less threatening than a whole song or something. Yeah, it's a supplement rather mm. than it's standing alone. Mm. But I don't know. It's out there on the web if people want to find it. Some Already? Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, you know, zero... Where do you put it? Zero listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's so like you to just put something out and never tell anybody. <laughs> Zero subscribers. That's exactly what it's very like me. You do know that I'm going to tell someone about this podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. I feel like um, I make art for myself. Yeah. Um, I don't. And that you need an audience. Yeah. There is some part of me that needs an audience, and then there's some part of me that judges myself for needing an audience. <laughs> but yes. I think, I mean, what is the, what is the point of art if not to... Um, evoke emotional response right and you need yeah uh, well, I mean, you need a, you need an audience for that and for me yeah. when i make art i don't necessarily make the art that i think is the best mm -hmm. um but i make the art that is the most fun like so oh if i add more notes to the song it might get a little bit more muddied but it's way more fun to play <laughs> so i'll 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 make less worse art because it's more fun uh, I mean, it's a silly example. No, I think that's a great example. And I, I think that, that there is value in creating art just for yourself. Like, there's a lot of value in that. And some of the greatest 
th things about just creativity, I think, is the process and the enjoyment of it. Mm -hmm. And I definitely find that enjoyment in writing and things, but it's true. I want to craft something for, for an audience. I feel like the art that I really enjoy the most is not that kind of art hmm. or music. I feel like, you know, even the stereotype of this like tortured artist mm -hmm. that turning pain into something, into beauty. I, I like that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and <laughs> you know, John Lennon's Darkest Years had some yeah. great music. And I think happier artists don't always uh, connect with me in the mm -hmm. same way mm -hmm. as more, yeah, tortured artists, I guess, hmm. is the stereotype. Hmm. But that's not, that's not what I do. That makes sense, though. I, I think that for you, your creative outlets are for the purpose of finding some fun or joy in your day and more for the purpose of self-care, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> 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 you mess around playing guitar when it's been a, a rough day and you just need to kind of decompress. Whereas for me, I, my creative pursuits are, are maybe a little more focused on doing something in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a little external. I don't know. Maybe not. Not always, I guess. But. Do you think you make anything that's not to share? No. I mean, I, I make stuff that's not to share yet. <laughs> sure. But uh, no, never I'd, with yeah. the intention of not putting it somewhere. Not really. And it's something I've been thinking about, like, I mean, we recently interviewed Corinne. For yes. And she was talking about how On Fable and the Verbivore. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. Fableandtheverbivore.com. <laughs> and um, where, where you get all your podcasts. So we interviewed a friend of mine who just put out a book, and she was talking about having just Farm tons girl. of manuscripts that will never see the light of day, and that yeah. no one's much read. And, and I think I, I can relate to that. Like, I definitely have stories that are hidden away that no one has seen yet. And yet, I am always thinking about how I can get them to a point where I could share them. Mm -hmm. And I have no intention of not sharing them. Yeah, yeah. You it's wouldn't have started motivating. it if it was. Yeah, it's not motivating to me if I can't mm -hmm. share it. And, and like I said, I, I have some self-judgment about that, that I'm still trying to work through. But I, I'm also trying to recognize that that is OK, too. I think maybe it's some of it is when, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a pretty strong Enneagram four or five, but I think I have some moments of leaning into my three wing, and I, I think that that's some of where it comes out. Sure. I think really, though, I've always wanted to have an impact in the world. Mm. Um, yes. And I don't like using that, that's true. that word impact in that way, but or an influence or voice or some um, legacy in the world. Yeah. And so I'm highly motivated by that and creating art for myself or creating things for myself. <laughs> Gets me no closer to that. <laughs> As you you talk about the, this in terms of the enneagram and being yeah. a four, and maybe that's part of your three wing. Does the four core idea of being unique? Uh huh. Uh, it seems to me that uniqueness needs a contrast. Uh huh. And does that does that drive you to share? Maybe a little bit. I think there is this this core thing in four of wanting to like be seen maybe is the right word or like understood um mm. and that you're always striving to be understood but you never feel understood yes and so your writing and sharing S yes podcasting is trying to be understood yeah a little bit i think trying to be understood and trying to i, I think for myself i don't know if this is a four thing or not but i also feel like i don't feel like my voice has always been valued mm. um and i have a, a real trigger around my voice not being valued and so putting my work out into the world is also a way of claiming value 
over my voice for myself. Claiming and value over your voice. I mean, something in my health, on my mm -hmm. healthier days, it's mm -hmm. me like saying, no, my, this, my voice does have value and I can put this out into the world and this does have a place. And on my less healthier days, putting my work out into the world is a way of trying to gain validation over my voice. Or looking for those mm, yeah. for whom your voice resonates. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel a kind of a desperate search to find those people since I don't feel like I, yeah, always have people in my life who understand me. So such is the plight of the four, no? I guess. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so at least my plight. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still listening, don't subscribe. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> and don't tell your friends about us. <laughs> I think that sums it up. <laughs> Except do subscribe because, you know, like I said, I want to follow. <laughs> if you want to subscribe, go to fableandriverreward.com. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Go subscribe <laughs> to that podcast. <laughs>